So when you are there, you knew you had a few values going into that experience. And now that you are in that experience, how can you better your values? How can you be more adaptable? How can you learn to just be by yourself for three days without interacting with social media? How can you learn to read more? How can you learn how to wake up early and just go out for walks in the forest by yourself? So all those things that you might not have the opportunity otherwise, but now that you do have an opportunity, take advantage of that opportunity. Hello everyone, welcome to Are We Having Fun Yet? This is Manish. This is Satvik. And welcome to episode 6. In this interview, I'm going to be interviewing Satvik and the main topic of this interview is going to be adapting. It's a very abstract topic and I'm super excited to see what Satvik has to say for it. What's up Satvik? I have no idea what you're going to ask, but... Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was difficult to write the questions, but... I have been thinking a lot about it, especially during the COVID time, how people have adapted to work from home, to living inside and to being quarantined. You know, it brought a lot of things in my mind to the light about how I have adapted to different, you know, situations in my life um, at different times. And I'm just very curious about hearing your stories about it. You know, what does, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say adapting? So I started thinking about this virtual learning session I had recently about values. Mm-hmm. And someone ended up asking host a really good question towards the end, which was, how do we know when we have to bend a little and go against our values? And when you ask the question of what adapting means, I went back to that question basically because when I think of adapting, it's basically like, you have some values and then you're put in some adverse situation that you're not used to. And then you have your own set of values that you held prior to that situation. And then how do you use the new situation to modify them to make those values better? Exactly. And how I think about it, it's, it's so difficult because you can either be very fluid, uh, but that would mean that you don't have solid values, you know, and that's kind of frowned upon. That's, you know, that, I don't know how how to comment about that, but like everyone wants to have their own values, right? And when you have your own values and things don't go accordingly, you know, to adapt do you break them and that's a very so it's a very interesting space where a lot of cool stories have already been told by like celebrities by authors by entrepreneurs and world leaders uh but so what's the first time you saw yourself you know bending your values to adapt to a situation or to adapt to someone so this question throws me back in time and obviously it's supposed to yeah <laughs> and the first thing that comes in my mind is basically I made this trip along with my family to a countryside or a hill station. I don't know how to describe that back in India in middle school, I'd say. And we were not really sure of the place we were going to. 
so when we ended up there there was no internet no cellular networks or nothing and there were basically around 10 people living in there it was completely surrounded by forest and you basically had to cook your own meal and then share the food with everyone so it was a communal kitchen everyone was to cooking together and having food together and you were surrounded by forest and back then i did have my mobile phone i did have friends i did have internet that i was used to and all those you know facebook messenger was like a very big thing in middle school and early high school and i went there and i had i guess maybe the most amazing 3 to 5 days of my middle school life it was such a brilliant break from all the studies and all the real world interaction the urban city interaction that i was surrounded by day in day out and that was i believe the first time i realized and also my mom dad and my relatives realized that well that not even for a second i said that i'm having any sort of problem in this situation because i did not have my friends to talk to or i did not have internet or any other things i was there by myself i was the only kid there and i was just kind of chilling lying in the open looking at the trees just enjoying the atmosphere nice so what value did you exactly adapt to there what i learned about myself back then was if i'm put in a certain scenario where i might feel uncomfortable or i'm not used to that scenario i have the capacity to mold myself to not get annoyed by the situation which is a big thing when you are put in a situation that you don't necessarily want to or feel great about it might be easy to just get annoyed and kind of disheartened by it and that would be i believe the first thing that we should try not to do and learn how to stay away from so for you the first step to adapting is to be open to new experiences just be not be judgmental about it be very open that pretty much encapsulates what i was trying to say so what do you think comes next after having an open mind what's the next step to adapting then is basically the molding your values part so when you are there you knew you had a few values going into that experience and now that you are in that experience how can you better your values how can you be more adaptable how can you learn to just be by yourself for 3 days without interacting with social media how can you learn to read more how can you learn how to wake up early and just go out for walks in the forest by yourself so all those things that you might not have the opportunity otherwise but now that you do have an opportunity take advantage of that opportunity so the second thing is taking a you know opportunity of the situation you are in and learning skills out of it or learning habits out of it right trying to make habits out of them so yeah. so what, what what you know what were the opportunities that you tried to seize when you came to america from india because again it's a very big adapting issue right and i'm pretty sure you came here with a very open mind you were really really excited uh, otherwise you would not have come <laughs> that would have been silly like but so what were the things that you learned what were the opportunities that you wanted to seize uh, and what opportunities you know you wanted to but you couldn't you know just kind of like an insight in your early yeah. us so experience coming to us because of my past experiences i had this bug of doing well academically and that was a really high priority for me when i came to us 
So my top priority always was, okay, let's take advantage of all my peers, of all the professors, of all the lecturers, of the departments, of the campus, of the courses, of everything the university has to offer because we all are paying a hell lot of money for this experience. Mm -hmm. So let's just take advantage of everything the university has to offer, first of all, academically. And once that I do have time to focus on other things, then learning some diving into extracurriculars, which I was able to do. And for me, I learned how passionate and how much I loved teaching, which was one of the best experiences outside of. It is still academic, but for me, it was a great learning experience. No, definitely. Yes. Uh... So going back to your question for me. So the biggest thing to adapt to was basically. So the question was, what was the opportunity you wanted to seize? That, yeah, that was the second thing in your life. Yeah. So in India, growing up in the high school, you are just spoon fed. Everything is pretty much given to you. You have the coursework laid out for you. You have to follow a given pattern of answering the questions. You know that pattern exactly how to score marks. You know, if you do exactly these three things, you would get full points on an answer. So everything is pretty much like laid out there for you. If you are good at memorizing stuff, you will be able to score marks. That's pretty much it. But here it's not like that. Everything is just so open-ended. So one thing I wanted to learn is basically how to form my own opinion and get better at my own thought process and how to critically go after a solution, be it in computer science, be it in humanities, be it in any field, how to go about critically thinking by myself. So that was one of the one of the things I wanted to get better at and four years on, I feel I've made progress on that, but there's still a long way to go, but I feel really happy about the progress. So for you, the biggest thing you wanted to adapt to was the way education was used as a tool here, right? Correct. And I think that makes sense. I mean, I think a lot of, uh, you know, our listeners are going to relate to this, that the the way we are educated back in India is very different than how we educated in America. And it's a day, night and a day difference, obviously. Uh, so what do you think comes after, you know, trying to seize the opportunity? When do you know you have adapted? Is there like a final step or are there next steps? Yes and no. Okay. So I would say there is no final step. It's, it's, an, it's life. It's an ever evolving process. You can never perfect anything in life. Even Lionel Messi, he's not perfect. I can call him God. I can call him the best ever, but I cannot say he has perfected for I can see a lot of Ronaldo fans getting, you know, <laughs> I'm fine really losing angry some, over this. I'm fine losing some Ronaldo fans. <laughs> uh, I would go on, I would want to go on record and say that I don't care about either. <laughs> but anyways, so there is no final step, right? Yeah, at least how I think about it, I do not believe there is any final step. But yes, there is a next step, which I believe once you start embracing new experiences, once you start getting curious about new things and starting diving into those things, the next thing is basically making a habit out of those things, making a habit of being curious, making a habit of actively learning and engaging in those things. It, it's funny because when you say make a habit of being curious, it, it's kind of an oxymoron because, you know, you're saying that don't make anything your habit and, you know, 
seek out for you know new opportunities and new experiences all the time right yeah so it's a it's a very it's a diabolical you know statement because you want to make it a habit to go out and experience new things so how is your experience you know what what new things did you experience when you moved to boston to work at harvard so whenever i think back to harvard the first thing that if someone asks me what what was harvard like and what was the experience like the first thing that comes to my mind is the interdisciplinary nature of the work there so when i was working at the lab in a team of around 10 people i believe i was the only person there with a purely technical background apart from me in the weekly meetings there would be someone who whose area of expertise was law someone with neurobiology someone with english literature someone with italian renaissance background it was just crazy the breadth of knowledge and experience out there and how people were just combining with each other to make better efforts in each direction it kind of just blew my mind away i'd never seen anything like that i had never seen people just getting together in a team with such diverse background and experiences and working together so in this scenario adapting what did adapting look like for you what was it adapting to appreciate all kind of educational and interdisciplinary background or was adapting being able to understand what they're working on and you know from what you know educational back professional backgrounds they're coming from what did adapting yeah. look for you at that point the biggest adapting phase for that period of time would have been learning how to receive feedback because i was tuned to receiving feedback in a very technical notion that okay. hey this is not the optimal way of going about it or this is the optimal way of going about it well done not well done so so it was very analog so the feedback you used to receive was pretty analog from the same department from the same you know people from same discipline right yeah and there when you are present in those weekly meetings and you are talking about what you have been working on and you are sharing the progress you have made and then you get bombarded with these questions that you had no clue about you could not have possibly thought that these questions could have existed and then you have to then think about those questions coming from all those different perspectives it was crazy so that was so just so being able to absorb that feedback not getting demotivated by that feedback because it was the first time that i was in such an environment so sometimes there was a lot of feedback about a lot of things that i did not consider while i was working on my project and then working on that feedback to try to incorporate all the different positive feedback that i could that was the biggest i believe the challenge and the success story of my time there so how does that parallel to your next experience which is working at hulu did you have to adapt again for you know receiving feedback because now you are again at a very technical team it was a day and night like comparing harvard and hulu experiences so i went from being in a totally autonomous scenario where i was leading the project and just having kind of weekly check-ins with a wider team to having 
a very focused project that had a defined end goal where there were a set of deliverables that I was expected to deliver on. And it was business oriented. It was like a product that has business purposes. It was going to be out in the real world. So it was a complete night and day difference in terms of how the project was structured itself and then how the deliverables and how the deliverables were structured themselves. And then the feedback was completely different. It was again coming back to the feedback being very specific to the thing I was working on. The feedback coming in a very kind of linear path and just kind of optimizing along a single direction. So it was pretty much coming back towards where I had been prior to my Harvard experiences. But because I had just previously worked at Harvard and coming into that experience, it was like, wow, I'm back here. It's a completely different world. You know, what's interesting to me is that you had to go above and beyond to adapt to receiving feedback from, you know, people who don't speak technical stuff because you receive interesting feedback, really interesting feedback that a technical mind doesn't see usually. But, and then adapting back to a very analog kind of feedback, how that's, so it's, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not a word, but it's like reverse adapting, right? And What's that painstaking? Can what I'm trying to ask is, can you still receive feedback from different people? Does that stick around with you, or is it like you need to get into the habit of, habit again of getting feedback from different people, of like the different disciplines? If you were to throw me back into where I was at back at Harvard today, it would take me some time again to adapt back to those scenarios, but. Having gone through that experience previously, I am, I, I believe I can comfortably say that I would be able to go back there and reach, I can go back there and start performing at the level I would feel good about much sooner than I would have the previous time. Mm -hmm. So yes, there would be a transition time because in any surroundings, in any situation you are, you get accustomed to your surroundings. Like you live in US, you get accustomed to the air here. You go back to <laughs> India and then you see all the cars just rushing around and you're like, wow, that's a lot of, you can actually feel pollution when you oh, go yeah, back. Obviously, yeah. Like when you were growing up in India, you could not feel pollution. Now you go back. After you know the, how polluted India is, but yeah. I think we should not be hitting, you know, dropping such bombs <laughs> right now. Yeah, but so yeah. So the only point is, even though, you might have spent a lot of time in India, like 15, 20 years, and you had only spent like nine months here. But if you, when you go back, you have to adapt again. You might adapt quickly. That's completely another scenario. But the thing is, yes, there is an adaptation time. So how well did you adapt to moving to a full-time job? What was the key factor there? And actually before that, how, what was, did, did you know that you would have to adapt? So, cause you had like two months off, right? What was that period like in terms of adapting? Were you curious about how you were going to adapt? Did, did you have plans and safeguards in place? And like, a, you know, that, that would have made it easier for you to adapt once you started working. What was your thought? I want to know. So I did reach out to a few of the team members, uh, before joining and I did ask 
if there are things that I can do prior to joining. So I can basically speed up my ramping up process. Uh, and I did get some feedback and they said, you should not just, <laughs> just lay back. Uh, we trust your abilities. That is the reason we want you to join us. So do not just prepare well in advance. We trust in your abilities to learn when you start working here. Mm -hmm. So that led me to basically two months of complete freedom. So, and so that is basically the first time I got into watches and started developing this new fond passion of okay watches, learning more about them. And you know, then, yeah. A little off topic, but do you want to flaunt your new watch and tell our listeners about it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's a Yema Superman. I guess most of people would not be familiar with the brand, but it's a French brand, which is kind of an interesting choice for a for a go for Swiss, wow. Swiss, German, or Japanese. Those three are basically the highest echelons of watchmaking, right? But French brand. But there were things that just really attracted me to this, and I'm. What makes Yema so special? There are two things. First of all, although it is, it has a rich history behind it, but it still produces at a relatively small scale when you compare it to like Rolex and Pardex. It's a micro brand. Yes, but I would not use that term with Yama because when I say micro brands, I pretty much Those refer to, brands. yeah, like post 2000 who have started, the brands we started post 2000s, but this has existed for around a century now or even more, but and it has a rich history of supplying watches to the French Air Force. The first French astronaut who went to space also had a Yama watch on. Then they have divers sponsoring them. So they have rich history and they are just amazing to look at. Awesome, yeah. But it's a great watch, dude. Congratulations on the latest acquisition. Thanks. But coming back to the uh, adapting situation about you, so it's great and I'm going to bank on that advice as well right now. I think I'm not going to ask my teammates anything before joining because I don't want to overthink, you know, because if, if you try to adapt before anything happens, you end up overthinking. Did you have to adapt a lot when you started full time or had your previous experiences prepared you for it? And if you had to adapt, in what direction did you have to adapt? Technically, there was not much adaption, to be honest, but the... But the scenario or the focus area in which I had to adapt most in was feedbacks. How to receive feedback and how to give feedback. And that's, I cannot emphasize how important giving and receiving feedback is as a part of your work life. And that is something I started to understand just after joining. And I've tried getting better at it on a regular basis. So final question. What did adapting look for you when we all had to come, you know, become quarantined and, you know, work from home started? So, honestly, when work from home started, I believed that my efficiency or productivity would take a kind of just a steep dip, basically like the stock market. But when I realized that was not happening, it made me really happy, first of all. And then... One thing I realized when I started working from home was I was not able to have that many interactions with my team 
and especially with my manager with whom I was basically receiving daily feedback because I was a new hire because I'm a new grad so I really like that ability to be able to go up to my manager every morning and just be talk with him and sync up with him regarding the things I had ahead in my day so after one weekend into uh, COVID-19 working from home I realized that my communication with my manager had literally fallen down to like 90% it was just basically slack so going from having conversations five days a week face to face to just slack messages that too infrequent that was kind of weird so the following week I reached back and I said hey let's let's schedule basically the online sync ups that we had every morning but let's do them virtually because I really liked and enjoyed and learned from those small 15 minute morning sessions that we had so and then once I started doing that everything was pretty much back to how it was pre-COVID but what about your personal life did you have to adapt in your personal life as well or I think that question is wrong a good question would be how much did you have to adapt in your personal life and how difficult was it so COVID disrupted my podcast schedule. So, <laughs> so for two solid years, I was able to listen to podcasts while traveling. While okay. either it was either traveling to work during internships and all, or traveling morning and evening to and from college. So when COVID started, no travel. So when would you listen to podcasts? So basically, I had to ad- adapt to forcefully include this thirty-minute period where I would just go out for a walk midday just so that I couldn't have my okay, daily dose of podcast. Okay, and, and that's nice. That that's a good way to adapt. Uh I wanna I wanna end, wrap this episode up, but just one question just popped in my head and I think it's an interesting one. What kind of role adapting plays with your mental health or with anyone's mental health? Do you have like any insights on it? <laughs> yes. Uh okay, we can go really deep into this one, but just to be concise on this adapting plays a humongous role in in one's mental health yeah i cannot emphasize enough how big of a role it plays because let's say when you are transitioning from one country to another or you are going through some tough patch for any sort of reasons if you're not able to adapt to the new to the new reality, you're going to have a really hard time. And having a really hard time is not a bad thing. But then at some point, you would have to go and acknowledge that, okay, I'm in a different space than where I was one month back. And I should change or find different ways of tackling this situation because I have not been great at adapting to this new set of circumstances. So that would be my short and sweet answer that, my God, it plays a huge role. Yeah, for me, adapting is more of a mindset. And when your mindset is challenged, it brings a lot of anxiety. And along with the anxiety comes a confidence breaker and a self-esteem breaker. I think you, you know, phrase it pretty well. So thank you. And thank you for those amazing answers. I have learned a lot about, you know, how you think about adapting and in general, like uh, what your life has been over the years. And I, I'm going to wish, you know, I'm going to be here for a long time, but 
uh, on record, I'm going to wish you all the best for all the future endeavors where you have to adapt. And, you know, it was, it was great doing this interview. Thanks for being an awesome interviewer. Thank you so much. Yeah, I rock. I know. Anyways, uh, I think we're going to end it off here. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, please like, share and subscribe to our podcast. And bye. Bye bye.